Hello, Flema. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm awesome. Now that we're chatting, you are a hard one to uh, get a hold of. You are so super busy. You're out doing amazing things. You and I met at an awards luncheon where you were presented with an award, which we're going to chat about in a minute. And I absolutely love your business model. You know, you are doing so many things to give back to your communities. And being a female, being a leader in an industry where, you know, yes, maybe the design world has females, maybe 50-50, but you really are in a really large sector of uh, a male-predominated industry being construction and whatnot. So we're going to chat very quickly about that. I know your time is limited, so with no further ado, how are you besides the fact of being super busy? You're good? All good. Yeah. Um, where are you today? Because I know you're between New York and Toronto. So I was actually in Miami the past couple of days, but I am back in Brooklyn. So love I'm it, in our it. Brooklyn office right now. Love it, love it, love it. So, you know, tell me about all these awards because I always, you know, awards can be one of two things. They can be super honorable and most of them are. The ones that you are being accredited for, in my humble opinion, are really, really special awards because you're being recognized for what you're doing. So what do you think you're doing different than, you know, maybe others to be able to be recognized in such a way that shows, you know, the amazing work that you are putting forward? I'm really grateful for all of the awards, but what I always say, it's really not about the award itself. It's about the work that we're doing. And I feel really lucky and very grateful that we were able to use our firm as a platform to be able to spread good. And the motto of the designers group is really creating a better world, designing with purpose to create a better world. And we believe that with design, we can accomplish that by creating environments for people that allow them to succeed, allow them to live their best life. And we've taken that a step further and initiated different charitable initiatives and com community involvement from the firm to be able to continue to spread what our message is and to continue to have that impact. I love that. And, you know, way too often people get caught up in success and they get caught up in certain things and I feel you are so incredibly humble and grounded and kudos to you. Oh, thank you. Uh, but what you, yeah, I speak the truth only. And uh, I feel that what you are doing with your charitable work is so unique and it is so necessary. And so corporations and, you know, even individuals get caught up in their success. You haven't. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what we chatted about at our luncheon regarding your uh, charitable program. Okay, so we do run a couple of different charitable initiatives through the firm, but the largest one and the, the one that I'm the most involved in is our furniture exchange program, where we match people who have furniture to give away with people who need furniture. And it's been incredibly rewarding seeing how 
one person's garbage is literally someone else's treasure. And it works both ways really because getting rid of a large piece of furniture is not so easy. And buying furniture is very expensive these days. So we've really been able to match up so many people with the furniture that they need. And what's really amazing is that we're here to facilitate it. So we are currently operating in nine locations. The New York location, for example, we were able to work together with a moving company and they move all the donations for us for free. So we've been really lucky. We are different people in the communities that we're serving have really stepped up to help us and to allow us to help even more people. And I'm really excited because our newest location is Cleveland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. I have a sister who lives there and she's going to be running that location. And I have a sister who lives in Toronto who is running the Toronto location. So it's really special to me that my family's involved. They're helping out. And we're just so proud of what we've been able to accomplish with it. And we're just so happy that we're able to help as many people as possible live in the homes that they're, they dream of. Sort of my core message that I'm getting and the vibe I got from you from the day that I met you was something that, you know, was very unique and very special you know, in a leader, which is, uh, you know, you think about serving others, you're probably an equally as awesome team leader. Uh, but I guess I want to ask you, where did that sort of stem from for you? Is that something that you've always sort of had, you know, as part of who you are is to help other people? Because as busy as you are, I've seen your designs, they're freaking rock star, like absolutely phenomenal. But yet you, you're taking the time to help other people. And it's such a beautiful thing because for so many years and decades, everybody was about sort of, I hate to say it, but themselves. And, you know, giving was not in the forefront as it is today. And you are really like, I mean, nine locations, that is, that's a whole nother business all on its own. And like you said, all you're doing is pairing people in need with also people in need to get rid of something. Um, to come together to do such a beautiful thing. So uh, was that, and by the way, was that your idea? So I came up with the idea actually when I was moving and I had some extra furniture because my new home was different and I didn't know what to do with it. And I realized that if I don't know where to give my furniture to and I'm in the industry, then I'm sure that there's so many people who struggle with that. We are. They want to give away their furniture. It's not ready for the garbage yet, but it's just not useful anymore. And so that's where the idea was born. And I was, like I said, incredibly lucky that I had different people who believed in what we're doing, who volunteered to help us really make it as big as it is and help as many people as possible. But back to your question about where this really came from, it really was the way I grew up. We are we always believed and we were always taught that we're in this world to make it a better place. So how can we accomplish that? And that was really the reason that I even chose a career in design because I was able to see when I was in high school, my parents rebuilt our home. We moved across the street. So I was able to watch the demolition crew crashing it down, laying the foundation, the walls going up. 
And seeing all of that was something that really fascinated me. But I also saw the difference that we felt from our old home and moving into the new one. So I knew that there was a real impact to make over there. And when it was time to choose a career, I chose interior design because I really saw the impact. And we don't do residential design. We'll, we work on, I would call it commercial, but it's really any, space that's not someone's private home. So we will do multifamily, we work on office, healthcare, senior living, and it's really been transformative seeing how we can really change people's experience. For example, in the healthcare space, where it can be a scary, unknown experience, when you're in a space that makes you feel like you're getting good care, that's already half of it. Obviously you need the care, that's number one. And we make sure to align ourselves with companies that are giving that care. But it's just been really amazing to see the impact. And my father actually had open heart surgery last summer. And in Toronto, where there's socialized medicine, not all of the hospitals have the money to be in the newest building. But the doctors are really amazing. And what happened was we're sitting and waiting in a dated waiting room for him to go in. And it just wasn't the best experience. And now when he came out, he was put into a room where the blinds didn't open, the bed was creaking, and he had a top doctor. And thank God he recovered really well. But I gave him a job while he was lying, recovering, I said, you find out who owns this doctor because we want to come in and redesign. So we haven't done it yet, but it is. I love place. that. Even during open heart surgery with your dad. And I'm very happy that he's doing well and he's recovered, but you're right. It is that traumatic, terrifying experience for a lot of families. I mean, look, you sadly and gratefully, obviously, since he's fine, went through that but you're right if they're in this sort of dark dingy dated space they already feel you know so terrified being in a space and i mean this is proven through science for many many decades depending on color depending on atmosphere it can really change somebody's mindset and mood and so kudos to you for being able to sort of tap into that and same with the senior living i mean so many times, you know, we are transferring our loved ones into assisted living uh, for various different reasons. And not only is it terrifying for us, but it's also terrifying for them. So for you to come in and be able to create a space for the best healthcare possible, of course, like you mentioned, I think is, is a gift because it is something that they're going into the unknown. Definitely, and I don't take it for granted, but one of our selling points when I'm speaking to senior living operators is that you want people walking through your front door and being able to recognize that your level of care is at the level that it is and how better to do that than by having people in an environment where they want to get better, where they're happy to be there, where they want to recover as best as they can in your space or when it's senior living, so sometimes they're on the recovery side, so it's short term, but sometimes it's longer term. 
and also from a perspective where people have done amazing things amazing things with their lives they should be in a place where they're happy at the end of their life and they should feel good about what they've done rather than just sad and depressed and wanting their life to end already exactly. so that's really how we look at it and there's been so much loneliness in the older population so we really work on spaces where they can get social and gather so looking at the amenity spaces to bring people together and really just give them every opportunity just because they're getting older why should they be missing out and then we're working on schools so we're looking at that as a way how can we best mold the younger generation how can we stimulate them to want to learn so there's so much that goes into our designs it's really not just about what it will look like it's also about the way it feels and we believe that we can accomplish that by engaging all five senses so it's really exciting never a dull moment we love what we're doing and we really believe that we're making a difference you sure are and you know you touched on so many important points especially with schools and you know let's just call it people that are maybe don't have the voice or people that are a little bit more vulnerable like children or like seniors and you're coming into this industry with such a different outlook and of course your stuff all looks beautiful and rock star but there's a whole almost psychology if you will behind your design because you're doing it from a learning perspective you're doing it for the five senses you're doing it for uh, an emotional appeal for the person that's there and for people that enter that space and that is you know absolutely such a different innovative way to look at design so kudos to you I know you have very limited time so in closing I'm gonna ask you two super quick questions any obstacles I mean every entrepreneur every business has obstacles any quick obstacle that you could share with us and how you overcame it in design there are always limitations either we're working with a certain size space or there's structural obstacles but we never call them obstacles we always call them challenges mm -hmm. and from a challenge the end result is always that much better. And that's what I always say anytime there's a challenge in my life or with work, it's always a way for us to come up with an innovative solution and come up with something that we would never have thought of. And I think that really has happened so many times where I believed something was an obstacle or a challenge and instead I was really able to see how because I put in the extra time or because of those limitations we we're able to think outside of the box and as designers we want to be innovative we want to give our clients the best possible solution so I like to look at that with everything so any obstacles or any challenges that we face or that I faced it's I don't look at it as an obstacle but more as something to learn from and take with me for any future situation. Exactly, and I think you're talking a lot about sort of growth because I, I really feel that things, you know, when you're sitting comfy, you know, you don't really grow. If you're doing cookie cutter designing, you don't really grow from that. So it sounds like everything is very custom, not only in your professional life, but also in your personal life. 
So in closing, I'm going to ask you obviously to come back, but I want to ask you, what does it mean to you to be unbreakable? I should have expected that question. Right? Because we, we did not prepare you, which I love. Like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of unbreakable? I'm thinking what came to my mind right when you asked that question. I would say that it's not breaking, but that sometimes you need to bend. And I believe that in life, it's always about adapting. And back to your previous question, there has been so much in the design industry recently. We've been dealing with COVID and now with the recession or interest rates. And it's always about just figuring out a way to make things work without breaking. You want to make sure that whatever the challenges are, whatever it is that comes our way, we're using it to really grow and become stronger. And I love that for our designs as well. We are, we want them to be durable. We want them to be long lasting. We don't want them to break. We want to design spaces that will last forever in the way that it will help people never break and always just keep getting better and better and just loving every second. I love that. And you know, it's a tough question. So. Thank you for answering it in such a unique way. And that's why I don't really tell people about it because, you know, so many people say that, you know, for me to have become unbreakable, I have had to be broken or I've had to bend or I've had to, what you said, adapt. And that's what it's all about. I feel like it's, you have to go through the struggles, the obstacles, the challenges to sort of come out the other end and learn from them. Thank you so much. You are definitely a rock star in the design world. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you. This was awesome. Thank you. We'll chat soon.